live from NextGen Studios, this is The Sports Page. The Sports Page is brought to you by the Christ Geo Media Network, your inspiration station. Visit our website at ChristGeo.com to become a member of an excellent Christian entertainment, education, and worship. And visit our website or download our mobile app and begin to enjoy the benefits of Christ Geo membership right away. ChristGeo.com, where the intelligent Christian alternative to mainstream media. I'm Ashton here with Chris. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just follow us uh, at Sports Page Radio for both. And Chris, how is uh, training camp going right now? Going good. It's a, it's a grind, you know, from uh, early in the morning, we, you know, wake up at, we have to be at weights or uh, COVID testing at six and then up until meetings is over at 8.30 PM. So, uh, you know, it's a grind, but, uh, you know, the lights at the end of the tunnel, we're almost done and I'm just, you know, ready to get the season started. Yeah, Chris, there in Georgia preparing for this season for the fan controlled football league, uh, possibly playing with uh, Johnny Manziel and Terrell Owens. Or yeah. well, you will be playing with them, maybe not in the same team, but they are confirmed to mm-hmm. to be there on one of the teams, which you have a, a pretty decent shot. Was it uh, eight teams? So you have one in eight chance mm-hmm. of being yeah. playing so, with one of them? I yeah, guess technically eight. one in four chance of playing with one of them. Yeah, I know, yeah. I think they're already, uh, I guess, you know, kind of on one team because – you know they're who they are. That I guess they get to pick who they want to play for, but um, so, oh, so uh, it's like the it's like the NBA and LeBron James. Yeah. You should get to pick. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so, uh, so they're gonna be um, playing for the Zappers. I think they're gonna change their name, um, but they'll be playing for the Zappers. They're um, they have a couple like celebrity owners, but um, so yeah, they'll be playing for them. So you know, one in eight chance. That'd be pretty cool though. You know, one of my favorite college football players ever and one of you know one of my favorite receivers ever it'd be pretty cool to you know suit up with them yeah maybe have one of them on for an interview now i'm not going to make you uh push that on them but you you know you can lightly throw in there you have a podcast and see what happens but definitely try to do that yeah yeah for sure yeah chris uh good luck in the upcoming season but for now obviously right now at the time of this uh recording this podcast it is the day of championship college basketball college basketball we're in the final four um the championship matchup is set north carolina kansas uh the weekend could not have gone worse for me <laughs> on a college basketball standpoint obviously i'm a duke fan but uh i'm poised to win our bracket the only right. thing, you know, going into the Final Four, I had three of the teams correct. We can go back mm-hmm. and, and fact check that because we posted it. But yep. I had uh, you know, Kansas, Villanova, Duke, and then I had Kentucky instead of North Carolina. Yeah. But I had Villanova and Duke in the final. I was in first place, and the only one that could catch me was a guy who had Kansas winning. That's all he had. Mm-hmm. So he needed Kansas to win. Obviously, that would knock Villanova out and Duke to lose. I'm still in first place. I can still win. But as a Duke fan, I have to cheer for North Carolina to win it all in order to win the oh, pie. And, I, and, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going a positive standpoint. I'm saying either way I win, or either, yeah. you know, however you want to look at it, I either win yeah. money or North Carolina loses. But 
I think I'd rather have that money. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather have the money, and I, I kind of, you know, tuck my pride a little bit, you know, being a being a Duke fan. That's tough, though. That's a definitely a tough predicament. Yeah, I don't dislike North Carolina as much as you know. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I dislike the Eagles. Or, right, uh, right. I mean, I don't know. I I I want to say it as a Mavericks fan, but. I don't dislike the Spurs. I kind of really respect them. Yeah, I like them more. a little bit. Yeah. Maybe the Lakers, but I, I don't really dislike the the Lakers. Seeing everything that's going on with them right now, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but I know I don't dislike a team as much when I interact with their fans and they don't bother me. You know, yeah. I, I've always had Steelers and Eagles and even Redskins fan or excuse me, Commander fans. Commander, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get, have to get used to that. <laughs> Um, and they, and you know, I, I keep it civil. I don't really let it, but my life doesn't change or, or attitude really change with every Cowboys or Mavericks or whoever's wins or losses, but it is kind of a bummer. There's a lot of North Carolina fans that kind of try to make fun of me a little bit, but I'm like, yeah, it, you don't bother me. It's all right. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> they made it the final four. It's great. John Shire sure. coming as a coach will, you know. I think Duke's going to be just fine. Um, yeah, and he was he an assistant or? Uh, uh, yeah, he's been an assistant for a while. He was obviously okay. played uh, in the early two thousands. Yeah, and uh, I, they want. I can't remember who the school wanted to replace him. They had somebody in mind, and Coach K basically said, "No, it's it's John Shire." Now, unless they just want to go behind his back and say, "Screw you!" Now that you're gone. Um, but John Shire has been, uh, I think it was early in the season or before the season officially announces the replacement. I think he's, he's going to be a good replacement. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have, you know, coach K's blessing, then that's, that's all the, all you really need, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's interesting. I, I actually didn't even, you know, really keep up with Duke before, um how did how did they do last year were they uh they didn't even make it last year it was yeah. weird it was a lot of covid stuff and it's excuses there's no excuse they were terrible last year um, i never had a uh but yeah i didn't know they were final four i didn't have them. i don't even know if i had them in my elite eight but no and i shouldn't have normally i don't i try the opposite of being a homer and right. you know like i i can't have them going this far and i had them winning it and maybe it's Coach K's last year that got me going, but mm-hmm. yeah, typically I'm not that home. I rarely ever pick them to go in the final four unless they have a really good team. But this year, uh, they weren't that great of a team that they had beaten Gonzaga. They've beaten a lot of good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clear that they had the talent and we'll, we'll see what players stay. I don't think any of any of the guy, uh, their main players are going to the, the NBA. Uh, yeah. but who knows? Cause they had a really good tournament, but you know, they were a solid team, and, they, and I think they did a lot better than we thought they were going to do. And a lot of their losses were weird. A lot, I mean, for their four regular season losses, they had the lead with less than four minutes to go in the game, so they were in every one. But it, but it were teams they should – I mean, Ohio State's a good team. They lost to Ohio State. They lost to some random teams. It wasn't like, uh, you know, they, they played Gonzaga. They beat Gonzaga. Um, then they lost to North Carolina, obviously, in the end. And then in the ACC championship, that kind of got away from them. But uh, I don't, yeah. 
I think something like 17% of brackets had Duke in the final four. And the whole time after I submitted our bracket, I'm, I'm thinking, man, that, that was a mistake. I'm letting the homerism get to me when I normally don't, but uh, and I, it, it worked out. May, they may have helped me win this year. We'll just have to see what happens tonight. Yeah. I remember before we were talking about how, um, you know, how North Carolina was just on a roll and, um, you know, how they could make a run. I didn't think they would make it to the championship game, you know, judging off of, you know, this season was, they had a, they had a, they had a, solid, a pretty good season, uh, but I didn't think Final Four, you know, they came in as an eighth seed, but um, yeah, they're playing their best for sure right now. Yeah, no, they he, they uh, beat Duke, obviously, in the last game of the regular season, kind of fizzled <laughs> out in the tournament. Yeah. And I remember picking, I believe I had them in the Elite Eight losing to Kentucky. Obviously, I didn't want to you know, pick them to beat Kentucky, which they didn't have to worry about. But I was yeah. thinking, like, they had a strong end of their season. I think it was recency bias uh, getting to me, putting them that far. Uh, but but you look back, they had a really good record. I don't even think they were ranked in the top 25 to the last couple of weeks of the regular yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a great story, first-time head coach. And it's interesting because I like storylines. I like going deeper. Um into my favorite teams and looking and looking at the storylines, you know, I think if I ever got into wrestling, I think I'd really enjoy it. I just, I'm just not a wrestling guy. And, and yeah, but I used to be a huge fan <laughs> and I watched a little, yeah. When I was a kid, of course I was. And I, mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of it because it was, it was here in Dallas, the WrestleMania. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's yeah. pretty entertaining, but I didn't understand anything that was going on. I didn't understand the storylines. I, I don't know if, if they do it where you can kind of jump in somewhere and catch up. But uh, I think I would enjoy that because I like the storylines to a lot of it. And you look now Duke's going to have a first time head, a first year head coach next year. Um, And North Carolina's going to have a one year and they're a one year, 10 year coach. And they just have brand new coaches that they're going to hopefully coach at these respective schools for, for quite a while and build that rivalry. Like you had with, Roy Williams and Coach K, and even uh, Dean Smith and Coach K. That shows you how long Coach K has been there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully, I mean, you just saw a first-time head coach. I, I think uh, they made a big deal about them making it to the Final Four, and now he's, he's going on possibly winning a championship in his first ever uh, head coaching season. Yeah, that's a it's a great run. He's, you know, like I said, he has them, you know, playing – you know, white hot at the right time. It's it's actually incredible to watch because you know, you, they they come in as an eighth seed and then you know they're not favored in I think like the first two games and you know it's just you know it's incredible what he's done there. Yeah, that, I don't think they would have been favored in any games until they uh, just because they exactly. faced off against Saint. I don't yeah. think they're favored. Hey, are they? Uh, well, they faced off against Saint Peter's. Uh, so they were favored there just by default, but no, they're not. Uh, I think Kansas is five point favorites. Oh wow! wow uh, okay. Tonight, which you know doesn't seem like a lot, but in the betting world, that's actually a pretty big, yeah, pretty big margin. Yeah. But no, we talked about it. What makes a good tournament a good big dance? And we said you had to have some upsets, but mm-hmm. in the end, have powerhouse teams. Right. Make it because you don't want to watch. I mean, St. Peter's is a good story, but you don't want St. Peter's versus Kansas in the national championship yeah. unless you're from New Jersey. 
But no, that's <laughs> right. exactly what we got. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, an amazing Final Four lineup. And before Saturday, I don't, I mean, you couldn't have picked a bad championship matchup, no matter. I mean, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina uh, against Villanova, which had been a rematch from a few years ago. Uh, we, we were set to have a really good championship game once we got into the Final Four. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I I feel like, you know, if you, I guess, look at the, you know, the matchups and everything and how they're coming in, um, I think North Carolina is probably so high after that win. I th- that's like, that's probably the biggest, it has to be the biggest win of their, other than like, you know, the championships, the biggest win of their program history, you know, well, knocking out Coach K and. Yeah, no, it was touted as one of the best college basketball games yeah. of all time before it was ever yeah, played and it lived up to it. Uh, but yeah, Duke, North Carolina, final four, first time ever matching up is enough, but yeah, to Mm -hmm. in coach K's career, basically North Carolina gave coach K his first loss, his final regular season loss at Cameron indoor. And then his final loss ever. Yeah. That's, that's tough to go out as, but, um, yeah. And looking at Kansas, you know, they made Villanova look like they didn't really even belong really. Like it was, it was that much of a you know they were they were just dominant the whole game um and it was i don't know man it's, it's gonna be I, I think it's gonna be a good game i hope north carolina you know kind of bounces back shakes off the that win even though it's you know one of the biggest wins you know i've ever seen as far as like headlines and storylines and we'll see yeah see if there's a letdown which is weird to say when you're going into a championship game but yeah yeah right so high that, that was their championship i mean if they end up losing uh, I think North Carolina will be just fine because they didn't expect to get there. They beat their beat uh, their rival, you know, right. one of the biggest games ever in program history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, as hard as it is for me to say, I need North Carolina to win tonight. You know, they <laughs> you know they broke my heart the other night when they beat Duke. They, the least they could do is go ahead and win it all and and uh, let me get a, a decent payday. Yeah, because I never, yeah. I never win these. I always do very well and finish, you know, uh, two, three. But I've never, I never win the uh, college basketball tournament ever. So yeah, I didn't. I don't. I don't even know if I put in a. I did like two brackets, I think, but I wasn't in a tournament or you know pool or anything like that. Um, but my bracket that I did put in was destroyed, you know, pretty early. So. That's the case uh, with most of them. Yeah. You'll find the ones that do <laughs> yeah. really well are mm-hmm. uh, the random brackets where you have your upset brackets, you have your serious brackets, and then you pick based on mascots or something like that. And those <laughs> right. do just as well. It's a, it's a guessing game. You know there are going to be upsets, and it's which upsets you pick. Yeah. Uh, and outside, obviously, I didn't pick St. Peter's to beat Kentucky. But, to beat Kentucky, yeah. That's, uh, but that's... I beat – but I, I, I think in the first couple of rounds, you know, I – probably picked 80 percent of the upsets and it's all luck it's not like i'm studying college basketball and i'm a better basketball mind than half the people listening um it's all luck and obviously it's it's crazy homerism because i would have told you i don't think duke you know if you told me before you know a couple weeks before the conference tournaments i would think you're pretty crazy to put duke at a number two seed because they've been highly ranked most of most of the year but they just play weird. They don't dominate teams for the most part, and then they leave teams. They just they couldn't close games. 
Yeah. And being a two seed, I'm like, oh, that's pretty high. And then I'm just sitting here, matchup, matchup. I'm like, okay, I think they're going to beat them. I think they, and then when you get down there, you're like, man, I have them winning it all. This is not good. I shouldn't, you yeah. know. <laughs> right. But I can't, yeah. but it's, you can pick a random team to beat them. But like I said, it's not from scientific theory or study or looking at film. It's, I don't know. I'll guess that they're going to beat them. It's a complete coin flip. And yeah. Outside, you know, I and think I some experts can can maybe see that and pick it. Like, hey, this is a good matchup. Uh, the star player, do, this team does bad when uh, the other team play. You know, has a lot of tall yeah. three point shooters, some random crap like that. Mm-hmm. Which there's so much. College football is a little easier because it's kind of narrowed down. You know, there's only right probably probably not even 10 to 15, but let's just, for the sake of argument, say 10 to 15 teams that legitimately have a shot. Mm-hmm. College basketball, to pick a bracket, you have to know all these teams that, the, where you couldn't even tell me their mascot before that. <laughs> I didn't you know, know that. I didn't know this. The Peacocks. I didn't know St. Peter's were the Peacocks. Yeah, you had I the had Peacocks, no you had the Spiders, you had, a, you had a lot of random teams that, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a lot of work to do, and we try to do as much as we can for our listeners to, to give them good intellectual advice. Right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, I said before, you know, you just never know. It's a one and done thing. It's basketball. And, you know, one team can be really off and one team can be really on. Or one player can win you a game. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's that's the beauty of the, you know, the tournament. You know, it's the beauty of basketball. It's just you never really know. And, you know, seeing St. Peter's, but, you know, going along, watching them like they, they deserve to be, a, they were, a, you know, a really good team. They had really good guards, but um, you're not picking them to beat Kentucky first round. And you can't, you can't. If you are, you went to St. Peter's or yeah. you absolutely hate Kentucky or yeah. you said, I'm going to pick a 15 to beat a two, no matter what. Yeah. Or you have, yeah. Or you have like a hundred brackets that you filled out and, you know. Or, you, you know, or your wife up. said, hey, I think the Wildcats can beat a Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> or I think the Peacocks are – that's a you know a great minus. Or, yeah, guy. exactly. Yeah, I like yeah. Peacocks better than Wildcats. That's who they're they're picking. It's something like, yeah, I like dark blue better than light blue. I don't um, – but but it makes you feel that way when you, when you sit there and you fill out a bracket some years, and I'm thinking this – you know, not to be sexist at all. But it just happens to be this dude's wife picked her bracket, and she didn't win either. But we had roughly the same score, and I'm sitting here thinking, I I know sports better. She sat here and picked this team and this team. This I like these colors better. Um, yeah. I don't like the Longhorns or something. Like, well, that has yeah. nothing to do with basketball. You don't like long because of football. You don't even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know um, a couple of people that you know kind of. Like their girlfriends or wives, you know, made a bracket and just off of, you know, I like that mascot more or, you know, of colors or something like that and that did really well. So you, you just never know. Like it's like it's, it's almost that's why they, you know, pay so much for perfect brackets because there never are any. No. And uh, I think up until maybe the Sweet 16, there was a couple there was one or two perfect brackets, which. They had to be the yeah. random ones. Like everybody has their rules. I know I'll always pick a 12 to beat a five, no matter what somewhere. And I think this year I had three to be, cause they say every year a 12 will beat a five. It's always yeah. happened. 
Um, yeah, and I, we talked about number one seeds. All four number one seeds have only made it to the final four one time. So I make it a point never pick all number one seeds to make the final four. Yeah, yeah. I had um, I think I had one twelve five correct. I picked North North uh, not North uh, New Mexico State to be UConn. Um, all the other ones, I I just really like that Houston team, and you know they they didn't let me down at all. They made it to the Elite Eight, but um. Yeah, the the twelve five matchup, and then I think it's another one. I think it's like, well, all you know, the eight nines are you know pick them games. Yeah, six overall of, records eight nines. I think nines have won more than eights have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's random. It's it's completely subje- subjective based on where they rank. The, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised if Vegas has a say in it. Um, yeah, you know, when they talk about Cowboys fans will bet more often than not, so they'll give them better odds just so they'll pick the Cowboys because more people bet with the Cowboys than against them. Right. I mean, you just say, Hey, let's make them an eight seed instead of a nine seed. More people will bet for them, but I think they're going to, you know, um, obviously there's probably rules against that. I don't know, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it wouldn't put it past a lot of people to, to maybe, Hey, put a note in, let's make sure the, because it's hard to, you know, there are seeds that are higher than other seeds that are better. I mean, there are mm-hmm. teams you, because you, obviously you have automatic bids, but Texas A&M, you know, playing the NIT, Oklahoma playing the NIT, they're not worse than 64th. It, you know, they're no. probably somewhere in the 30s or 40s. They yeah, were better than some teams, so yeah, it it doesn't always help. And and like you said, just a bad matchup. One guy has a good one guy has a good game. One guy has a bad game. I mean, you look back when. I think it was Virginia, the one seed that lost to the 16 seed. Yeah, I think yeah, they it was lost Virginia. Uh, they they were showing replays of that game, and I didn't they, realize they lost by like 20 something points. It was never even a close game. Yeah, luckily they came back and won it all because yeah, that was that was bad. Yeah, I, I remember watching it, and I well actually no, I remember because you know how they have the um, the ticker in the top of the screen, yeah. and I was like, wait, hey, what's going on? I had, I flipped over, and you know it was that was insane, but. I remember I was driving, I don't know where I was coming from, but I was driving home and I was listening and I heard it was happening. So I pulled over and pulled it up on my phone because I wanted to watch it. Like I mm-hmm. want to see what, you know, it's never happened before. And I wanted yeah. to see what, you know, just because you want to be able to say, I saw it. I was, you know, right. yeah. watching it, you know, and, it, you know. But yeah, yeah, I, uh, got three of my final four teams did pretty well, uh, so really, you know, I think I did very well uh, the first few rounds. You know, I think, I mean, if you could tell me I have three of the four, four final four teams, I'll take it regardless yeah, of what happens the rest. You did really well. But, yeah, I think I missed like one game the first day, two games the second day. Um, and then it was kind of average the rest of the way there until we got to the final four. But um, I took a really big lead, and now they're trying to catch up. Hopefully I can hold them off. Um, I wonder how many people had North Carolina in the finals. I feel like that they didn't... have a, a fan base. I feel like their fan base is big enough to where they had a lot. Yeah, I, as much as the reason I put Duke in the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm looking at my final four. Yeah, I only had one team. I had Baylor going to the final four. Uh, they that, that's a oh, solid. They, pick. they lost to North Carolina. Yeah, yeah they lost to. North- so. Yeah, that's a solid pick. Um, I mean, North Carolina is not a ridiculous pick. I think they're ranked. I think they're very underrated. 
Yeah, okay. they're underrated. Yeah, I, I feel like they're more of a four seed, if anything. Eight is eight was a little harsh. Yeah, because they were. I mean, put twenty nine and nine. I feel like that's not horrible. The first you know? time they played Duke, I think Duke had only won a couple more games than them. They had a really good record. They in North Carolina wasn't even ranked. Um, again, I hadn't kept up with North Carolina all season. I don't know what their record or their schedule looked like, what teams they lost to. Uh, but, you know, they play the same, for the most part, the same schedule because they play the same teams in the ACC as Duke played. Um, and this seemed like a down year for the ACC until there were like three teams in the, three or four teams in the Elite Eight out of the ACC. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think, well, the Big 12. You know they had a they had a pretty good showing this year. Um, Texas finally got out of the first round, so that was you know pretty good. But yeah, Texas Tech made it far. Back, TCU yeah. won a game. And going back to the you know five twelve matchup, the six eleven matchup is also one that I that I picked because um, three of the four teams, three of the four eleven seeds won. So <laughs> I, you know I didn't even realize that till just now. But um, yeah, that's yeah the Big Twelve had a good showing. Um, and the ACC, I think, that, I mean, they're, it's usually always Duke in North Carolina, but, but, yeah. I think I think people, when they, when they, unless they follow college basketball year to year and know, I mean, like, obviously you know who the big dogs are, but, like, Michigan State, they're typically a big dog. They weren't right. uh, they weren't that touted much this year. Kentucky a while was that. pretty low at the beginning, but they had a really good season, and then obviously – you know, they were upset in the first round. But unless you fall right. year to year, I think sometimes you can look at names of schools and it, it just seems like they're a better team than they are, maybe just because you keep up with college basketball or something, mm-hmm. or college football, and you see teams like uh, like Nebraska or something. Maybe Nebraska playing a St. Peter's or a St. Mary's or some uh, a team that you're right. like, I would think I Nebraska could beat them. Yeah, like, right. Well, not necessarily because Nebraska is not a powerhouse basketball team. Yeah. I, I I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and I you know I think a lot of people can do that, and it really screws up your bracket. So I, I think most people are kind of in the middle, um, especially if you're a big self-proclaimed expert or you really follow it. Uh, sometimes you know people do really really bad, and I don't think that's often the case unless you just mm-hmm. don't know what you're doing. Uh, but overall, I think especially with years like this where there's a lot of upsets, I think the guys that do really, really good, it's pretty much luck. Yeah, it's a lot of luck involved, definitely. I mean, you know, it's it's a lot of they probably make a cut like a few brackets. It's a you know, it's a lot of luck that goes into it because you that's true. Have- you can make a lot of brackets, uh, yeah. and you don't have to tell any people um, a lot of people about your bracket. You just you have them all set up, and then you're like, hey, my bracket's doing great. Like one of your eight brackets. Yeah. Yeah. So especially now, I mean, I don't know how many people actually print out their brackets and fill them out by hand. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, I've, uh, I've but you could years. easily print one out and just fill it out as you go and be like, "Hey, look how good I'm doing." You're not going to win right. anything out of it because it's not submitted. Uh, mm-hmm. But you could, you know, easily do it. Just you know how people are on social media these yeah. days. Try to, try to, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm the, yeah, I already know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm looking at Kansas. I'm looking at the, you know, the tournament, and they, you know, they've been rolling past. I mean, that I, I remember watching that Miami game, and I was like, I turned it really quick because I was like, man, that, this isn't really a game. They don't really belong. And the same way with Villanova, I was like, wow. Um, 
because I remember I talked to a few Kansas fans and they were really scared of that Miami team. And uh, I, I don't know what type of I think they went on a like thirty two to something run, you know, to start the the half or something like that. It was that was impressive. And Kansas is is one of those teams I'll compare it to like LeBron James teams, where at least of late they don't really dominate in the regular season because that's not what they're playing for. They know they're going to the tournament. And they had a really good season, but it seemed that, they, you know, they, I think a one seed was kind of high for them at the time, but you knew you yeah. were, they were going to get the number one seed. Yeah. Um, but then when tournament time came, they didn't miss a beat. Yeah. It was, I mean, they're, they're well coached. I feel like they're, you know, missing up, missing out on a couple of championships though. Their last one they won was what, 2008 or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, to be they, a powerhouse, having one in that long, it's, you know, they're itching for one. Um, kind of like Oklahoma in football. Uh, both right. Big 12 teams, but, you know, the Big 12 is a really good basketball conference. But Kansas, yeah, I mean, are. take it back five years and before then, it, it wasn't that great of a basketball conference. And Kansas is just winning Big 12 championship after Big 12 championship. And then Oklahoma's same in football, but they're not getting it done. Yeah, uh, they always. Oh, yeah, on the national stage. Yeah. But before we go, uh, it's funny we're talking about Kansas. I thought they're in the championship. Give a, a interesting bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. Okay, so out of every head coach Kansas has ever had in college basketball, there's only one. They have one coach that ha- overall has a losing record. Do you know who that is? Kansas basketball. Yeah, it's old school. James Naismith, the guy who invented basketball. Wow. I would have never got it. It's pretty interesting. The only head coach in Kansas basketball history to have a losing record is a guy who invented basketball. What was his, I wonder, what was his record? Do you have it? I don't have it off the top of my head. In fact, I didn't even, I haven't even seen it recently. I just know that. Yeah. Uh, I, I read that a few years ago. I just know it's that's, yeah, that's pretty, pretty that's, interesting. That's, that's the, I never, I would have never guessed that. And uh, yeah. Chris, until next time. Hopefully, uh, I'm a little bit richer. But uh, good luck with the rest of <laughs> yeah. training camp, and Definitely, we'll be yeah. looking forward to the draft. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. See you guys.